Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Indian. There's always a Disney guy, but before we even get into today's episode, you guys already know what to do. Um, I shouldn't even have to tell you. It's the same thing, like nothing has changed. So I'm not going to instruct you. And if you don't know, you know, I don't know what to tell you. It ain't nothing new. I say it almost every episode. So I'm going to give you a minute to figure it out. But it shouldn't be hard to figure out because you should know what to do. So I'm just going to give you that minute that you need to figure it out. So go ahead. Let me know once you've done so. That way we can get started on what we need to get started on. So today we're going to be discussing, we're going to be reviewing Moon Knight episode three. Um, so I hope you guys are ready. Once again, this third episode, this episode will be containing full spoilers. So let's, let's get into, um, the episode. So we finally got to see Mark in Mercenary from this week. Though it's hard to tell from this endeavor if he's, you know, actually good at being a soldier for hire. Sure, he can run as fast as Moon Knight across rooftops, but undercover work doesn't seem to be his forte. As demonstrated by his awkwardness around wealthy artifact hoarder and um, Layla was in, fi- in fine for form as a relic hunter schmoozing with those in need of schmooze and selling her cover story while mark came off blunt and clumsy for someone who supposedly dealt with aliases before of course mark is also dealing with the nagging reflection of steven who like mark is able to take over their body at pivotal moments of action but this time for the reverse effect this week steven was the one blipping mark out of scenes of violence to play peacekeeper Making Mark's job even harder, Steven's a lovely light character, but at times you have to wonder if he realizes all that's at stake. He wants control, but what good would it do most of the time, ultimately? It all lends itself more and more to Steven being a very fractured part of Mark's mind and not a whole person. Mark even mentions that he'd had Steven under control until recently... Um, this back and forth does lead to a very funny moment in the middle of a huge fight when Steven takes over Mr. Knight being his vision of the suit and then almost immediately calls for Steven to take the rain reins back after getting run through a spear. Having Steven stuck inside Mark allowed the story to exhibit way more forward momentum than the first two chapters, utilizing Steven's knowledge of Egypt, Egypt. Egyptology, like back, like blank background programming in Mark's more meth-headed, meat-headed mind. The show's portrayal of Mogard isn't that far off from the original 1980s comic debut of an, an antiquities collector who moonlights as a masked art 
thief. It's not known if Morgar will return in a maxed McKnight man form arts at some point. But he isn't killed off here, just wounded on his way out the door. The scene at his estate also giving Moon Knight its first MCU connection. Um, as a cranky, rude guy, desperate to stop Amit, but also fearful of being imprisoned by his fellow deities, desperate old Burr Kenosho took some big risks this week. At times, Kenosho plays like a villain, even the type of baddie who could be the story's final adversary. He uses Mark's feelings for, Le for Layla as leverage, forcing him to be his avatar. Much like Mitt's use of Haro, it's a very ends justify the means mythology. Noshu is singular singularly singularly focused on stopping Amit from being resurrected, and he does some wild sky tricks this week in order to try and make a citizen's arrest on Haro. The remaining Egyptian gods portaled their avatars over to the Great Pyramid of Giza for a trial in which Oscar Isaac was able to unleash another new personality, that of Konosho himself, booming voice and all. Isaac has been absolutely wild on Moon Knight between the action, different personas, and also acting opposite, nothing, not much. Even at Moon Knight's clumsiest moments, he has a, he's a blast to watch. Um, putting Steven in the back seat opened up a new dynamic for our central character. Um, but the verdict for this episode, with everyone on board with Stopping Harold this week, Moon Knight became more of a globe-trotting adventure, introducing new gods, new adversaries, and expanding Layla's role as an Indiana Jones-style hero. Putting Steven in the backseat opened up a new dynamic for our central character, one that still learned into comedy, but also required Mark needing... Steven at times. Cool visuals, a bit of a backstory, and a further fleshing out of the Enid helped Moon Knight pop in all the right ways, though the actual Moon Knight element here still feels like the least important part. This episode rating is an 8. Um, yeah, which is amazing. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this review of Moon Knight. Make sure you guys watch, you know, get caught up and I hope you enjoyed the episode um you guys already know what to do as far as for subscribing to the podcast and yeah um bye bye guys <laughs>